prior things going on. I'm here throwing in that coal, doing the good work for the good people. I'm here for y'all. And today we're going to talk pure ball because on Sunday, I wrote a few things on my blog that I really want to express and let y'all see how I really express them um, to you on this day, this Thanksgiving week and going into the weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there, to you and yours. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Now, we must go to the get to the business right away. We're talking about three teams today in the NFL. Three teams. The first team on the list is the New York Jets. Yes. Uh, Jets fans, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. As I was watching this game, I was like, damn, this is a sack party. Ain't nobody can block worth a damn. Zach Wilson didn't look good, but Matt Jones ain't look good either. He looked like a shill. Like, we're, we're, like he has no athleticism, no scramble ability, ability at all. It was crazy, you know? Quentin Williams out there causing havoc. Johnson, the rookie, the young rookie for the Jets, causing havoc. Sauce Gardner gets a fumble recovery. Almost scores a touchdown. Sauce out there trying to be rookie defensive rookie of the year. I see you out there, Sauce. Keep doing your thing. You know, but this is all about a game that was 3-3 three to three all the way through to about five seconds left. And Bill Belichick is a Hall of Fame coach for a reason. Yeah, I know he had that false goal over there. We know that. Yeah, I called him a false goal. What y'all going to do about it? Not a damn thing. He's a false goal to me. But Bill Belichick went out there. He picked the guy up. Marcus Jones. From Houston. For this particular reason. Now, as the kickoff is going on, I'm thinking to myself, as everyone's probably thinking to themselves, okay, they stop him around like the 30 or something like that. And... You know, you go into overtime and, you know, you, you get your bearings together and everything like that. Get the kickoff. Here he come running. And you're looking at like, that's eh, not nothing right now. Then until he gets about to the 30 where I said he would probably be stopped and like, you know, you get overtime. He gets this little pathway down the sideline. And then he ends up cutting up. Getting up into the middle. And I'm like, oh my God. This cannot be happening right now. And I'm watching it. I'm thinking about some of my coworkers that are Jets fans watching this. And I'm thinking, what could they be possibly thinking right now? Having Marcus Jones run straight across the field. Yes, the referees also missed legal block in the back. But it's one of those games where it's like, it's supposed to end like that. It, and, it, and it only happens in Jets fashion. And I, and I, and I, and I, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. The shock on Robert Salah's face. The shock of all the Jets players. The disbelief. I, 
I, I had to sit there for a minute. I wanted to text my, my homeboy. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to let him rest because that hurt. And this is not the first time for the Jets. The Jets have been involved in so many ways to lose. So many ways. To, it's, it, this is just a typical Jets loss. And not for nothing, Zach Wilson did not play good at all. At all. I always tell people when they ask, when they, they say, sure, but what you thought about, what, what, what did you think about Zach Wilson coming out in the draft? And I wrote this on the blog a couple of, uh, yesterday. Please check it out. Please read it. And hey, let me know if I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong, but let me know if I'm wrong. I am comparing Zach Wilson to Jeff George. Yes, Jeff George. For you young folks out there, Google's your friend. Go look it up. But for those who are in my age group, you remember Jeff George. Rocket arm. Crazy rocket arm. He threw a lot of picks too. But also, he was a little entitled. Was he not? Nothing was never his fault. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. But he was a journeyman for nine years. Number one overall pick by the Indianapolis Colts in nine in 1990 from Illinois. He was supposed to be the guy. It never materialized. Rock again, rocket arm. Every he has all the tools, everything you want. But he he, he just couldn't get it done. Yeah, he had a little time with Randy Moss over there. After Randall got hurt. But they didn't do nothing. They didn't master nothing. He was in Atlanta. He was in Seattle, Oakland. You know, he led the league in passing one year. But when I see Zach Wilson, I see attributes of Jeff George. The arrogance. Not the bravado, but the arrogance. And then yesterday they asked him, basically, would you put this on yourself? As the quarterback, because it was basically what they asked him. It's an easy question. Easy question. This Stacy's mom, little MF, said no. What? In the second half, you had minus 21 yards. Minus 20. I've never heard a stat like that. Well, let me rephrase myself. I haven't heard a stat like that in a long time. I think there was a time back in 98 when or 97, whatever, when the Atlanta Falcons has like minus something yards. They might have been winning or getting their ass kicked. Who knows? But I remember I've, it's been a long time since I heard a stat like that. And I said to myself, damn, this is it? Now, to me, the, the Jets, de the Jets uh, defense... To me, it's not. I don't think it's a Super Bowl defense. I think it's more of a conference championship type defense. It, it's, what they're going to do, they're going to mess up a few teams going down the road in the playoffs to me if they get in, if Zach Wilson can get his head together. But what made me feel like, and I tell people all the time, is when people have to go up against Bill Belichick, it's the Belichick test. It, it, that's what it is. When you, if you are able to the, survive the Belichick test as a quarterback, because we all know he eats up young quarterbacks. We all know that. 
But if you're able to pass the test, I to me, you're, I, I might be far-fetched to say, but look at Jared Goff. Once Todd Gurley went down to the Super Bowl, they put the game in Goff's hands, and he couldn't break the code. Hell, this year he couldn't score. He couldn't score. Which means he hadn't scored a touchdown yet versus Bill Belichick. Now, he's made he's made great hay for the Detroit Lions. Great hay. Yeah, they're, hey, they're on a three-game winning streak. So there's something there for Detroit Lions fans. I'm happy for you. Also, Aiden Hutchinson, yeah, there. He was one of my picks for defensive player of the year, one of my top five. You already see he got like two, three interceptions already. Doing big things in Detroit. But let me get back. Zach Wilson has to grow up. The Jets have been searching for the quarterback since Testa Verde. Now you're going to call Count Mark Sanchez. He has a rocket arm, but you have to take accountability for yourself. You have to. Jets fans don't want to hear no books about no. No what? Get your head in the game. You have, And people don't want to hate Zach Wilson. They don't. They really don't. But when you do BS like like you put out there on Sunday, how, how can people believe? How can people believe in you? How can your teammates believe in you? Because they're putting their bodies on the line. Bodies on the line. You got the ball in your hand. You you got everybody's future in your hand with that ball. I don't know, man. But to me, after what I saw, I don't think that's it. They just another San Francisco 49ers. They got everything, all the pieces together, but the quarterback can't do jack shit. And I don't care what the hell y'all saw out there on Monday Night Football. You tell, you come tell me when the game's on the line if you want Jimmy G out there. You tell me. It look good now. Sound good, look good. We'll see. Before the Jets, this guy got to shape up. That's all it is. It, it, again, no one wants to hate that Wilson, but Hey, this ain't BYU. Y'all come with you. Y'all come with you with your big boy, big boy pants on now. This business. Jets fans, the, the, the Jets fans need you, Zach Wilson. Do something. Don't be Jeff George. Please. Now, moving on into another team that I saw on uh saw on Sunday, the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys, man, let me tell you something. Watching that game, the buildup for the game, it was something like, it, it had to feel like, man, you're going to see a good game. You're going to see Justin Jefferson versus Diggs. going to see if Dak versus, going to see if Dak get, get the best of Kirk Cousins. And he did, but it's not the way we expected it to be. It wasn't the way we expected it to be. I mean, my God, by the time we reached the third quarter, CBS said, hell, we are done with this game. There's nothing else to see here. Because every second to third play, the right guard was getting blown up. And we've never seen that before during the season so far as they've been playing. Now, we saw Kirk Cutters turn over the ball in Philadelphia, but we weren't saying it was the offensive line's fault. 
until Sunday. The right guard was totally exposed, heavily exposed. The right side was getting blitzed all day. Michael Parsons doing work all day. The defense, everything was working right. And then Dak Prescott looked like, looked like a quarterback that can get his team to the Super Bowl. Looked like it. And I say again, looked like it. Because to me, all he did was beat the Minnesota Vikings. Ain't nobody was believing in the Minnesota Vikings beforehand. Nobody. We believe in Justin Jefferson. Oh, yes, we do. Part of the greater boys. We we know he, he can do something. They got TJ Hawkinson from the Detroit Lions. It's a good, good mix of players. And this game wasn't on Kirk Cousins. It was not. Absolutely was not. This game was on the offensive line and the defense that is suspect as hell. I mean, hell, they gave thirty. They gave up 30, 30 to uh, Buffalo, and they and they got so lucky. There was no luck this time. This was a beating, and to me, the manhood of the Minnesota Vikings was took at that in, in that juncture. When CBS has to cut your game off to go to the Steelers and Bengals, that's when you know you're getting your ass kicked. But fear not, because here comes another test. Here comes the New York Giants strolling in there. They ain't got no wide receivers. All they got is Saquon and the, and, and, and the defense. Wink Martindale's defense doing work. They might have gotten blitzed by the Lions, but that's one of those low games. That's one of those games where, like, you know what the Giants don't have. You know the Giants don't have no wide receivers. And they might, they might be clawing for Odell Beckham Jr., but I don't think Odell's going to go there. Sorry, Giants. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just telling you the truth. I don't think Odell's going to go there. It might look good for Dallas. I would say to Odell, you better take your ass to Kansas City and get on that train and get that second ring that you want. You understand? But for the Dallas Cowboys, I'm predicting they're going to lose this game and be the same old Cowboys because they're supposed to beat the Giants. Truth be told, they're supposed to beat the Giants. But somehow, some way, as one Cowboy hitter always like to say, they're going to get you. When it's time, they're going to let you down. When you think it's their time, they're going to let you down. And I think it might happen because Wink is blitzing every goddamn time. They're going to be moving his hips and twisting their hips like nobody's business. And it'll be, it's going to be because the pass rush is just blitzing him. Dexter Lawrence blitzing him all over the place. The secondary, Dory Jackson, Foster Monroe. These, these cornerbacks, very good cornerbacks. It's not Bradbury. It's not Slade. But they're very comfortable corners. But I think it's going to have we're going to have a say in this game coming up on Thanksgiving. They are going to have a say. Michael Parsons, he's going to be out there as always. He's that X factor. He he by himself can actually move the Cowboys into the Super Bowl. Now I know you've heard this before, but watching him, he doesn't give up on plays. 
He's always around the ball. He's going to give you 110%. And he puts fear into alignment. And I know a lot of people want to say, oh, he's not LT. That's fine. LT, NFL, one of the only defensive players to be an NFL MVP. I'm not saying he's going to be MVP. He could be if he continues to grow his game to that level. And he has to, he definitely has the speed to do it. But can he can he elevate the Cowboys even at his infancy stage? Are he won defensive player of the year? A great accomplishment. I know Jerry loved it. You know. But I I I I think for the Cowboys, I think for the Cowboys it's this Thanksgiving, I I don't I I I see it coming back to Earth. Being the Minnesota Vikings ain't really a much of a big feat if you really think about it. I think y'all can agree with me on that, right? I mean, it's Kirk Cousins. He can't move. He's a statue back there. You know, like I said, he's Mister Magoo. He was just throwing up ball just to make make sure he wasn't going to get killed. Come on now. It's not a big feat to me. Cowboys fans celebrating all over, but it's not a big feat. I know the sports, the, the, the sports talk, pro, the, the sports pro, excuse my, excuse me, a little tongue tied. The, the sports pros are probably telling you, oh, the Cowboys are here. The Super Bowl contender, not yet. We need to see more. We need to see more from Dak Prescott. We're paying. They're paying Dak Prescott like he's Showtime Mahomes. Not saying he didn't deserve the money. I ain't saying he deserved the money now. He's won, he's won a few playoff games in this time. He's been okay. But it, but that is this it's just that point where he ain't got it. That's what's missing for that, the it factor. When you really need it, can he get it to you? Can he give it to you? I don't know. That's that's the question. If we paying him like if they're paying him like Showtime Mahomes, we got actually Showtime results. Am I wrong? Should we not see if we're paying Dak? If they're paying Dak, I, I ain't got no damn money. If they are paying Dak Prescott forty some odd million dollars, it gotta look like Mahomes. It gotta look like Josh Allen. It gotta look like Jack Show. It gotta look like something like that. Cause you do something like this, you score. You you have twenty five rolling all over the place, scoring touchdowns. Zeke running up. You got all that going on. But are you able to really bring it on home? Will you be able to bring it on home? I know Skip Miller's up there singing your praises today. He must be having an orgasmic time. Orgasmic time, you know. Probably got his Nikes on, all black, you know. Aha, they're going to get you in the end because they always do. They always do. And you'll see. You'll see. Now, with that being said, we go to the top of the heap, the top of the food chain at the moment in time, the Kansas City Chiefs, who once again beat the San Diego Chargers 
these San Diego Chargers who are still one game away from being one game away. They're one game away from being one game away. I don't know who told... Well, I don't know who said Justin Herbert was going to be MVP. Well, I know who did. I'm not going to mention it. Well, no, I'm going to mention it. Mike Tannenbaum said he's going to be MVP, and I laughed at it. Shoot, I put that up on their on their page somewhere. So you're crazy. He's not going to win it. And as, as I've seen the memes through the day, he is starting to become a Philip Rivers with a little bit, a little better, a little better movement and a better pullout game. I tell you that much. Yes, sir. You know? But they always battle. Herbert and Mahomes always battle. And in the end, once again, this guy, Mahomes, is money. Money. It's like every time you watch, it's like, he's going to do it. He's just going to do it. And it's just amazing. He's he's smart. And like, I'm going to start rambling, but how can you not ramble at greatness? Everybody was talking about Josh Allen. Oh, he's better than Mahomes. No, he's not. Now, Josh Allen is good. He is good. But he's starting to turn into Cam Newton. And I don't want cat experiences on Cam Newton like that, but he running around like Cam. I saw Cam running around doing the same thing. Started getting busted up. And Josh Allen got better offensive line. Now, we know the elbow thing got to hit him. He got hit in his elbow. I understand that, but his game looks like Cam Newton. It really does. And to me, will it sustain? I don't know. But Mahomes, and his play style, oh, forget it. He's going to be in the league 15 years. How many Super Bowls he's going to win, who knows? He got one already. Came back down by 10. He lost another Super Bowl where there was no offensive line to begin with. It was, it was a whole skeleton crew. Basically, I guess Adamic and Sue and Veda Vita. Come on. Really? I'll still pick Mahomes. And hell, Mahomes did all right, even then. What play we always talk about on the Super Bowl? Ain't nothing but the goddamn Raider did. It's the throw he made while getting sat by Adamic and Sue. I think it was Adamic and Sue. It was the perfect bat that I think Tyreek Hill dropped. Like, come on. What type of. T- you mean to tell me? You can't respect that type of talent. And then they said, and I laughed at this, that without Tyreek Hill, he is going to be mediocre or average at best. People, who the hell throws 50 touchdowns and then just lose it? Who? Who? Are you crazy? If you have Patrick Mahomes in fantasy football today, you should be laughing. You should be laughing to a championship. Laughing. And if they gave you Travis Kelsey, you should be laughing to a championship. In fantasy football, you can laugh yourself to a championship. Will the real team win it all for real? Well, it's the former like I always tell you. All you got to do is keep Mahomes in the game. The defense has to keep Mahomes in the game, and the defense is getting a lot better. A lot better. Chris Jones is always Chris Jones. Nick Bolton, a young guy, 
now starting to bring up, starting to pick himself up, trying to start to become a defensive leader. They got McDuffie on one side, the Jared Sneed. They have Watson. Hey, there's a Watson out there. And if we're related, hey, give me a call, brother. Hey, we, we family got to stick together, bro. You know, but they're they're coming around. They're forming, and this is what championship teams do. But now my whole thing is this: I've never seen Patrick Mahomes go on the road and win a playoff game. Every time he's been in the playoff, he's had home field, or at least had one game out there. Like, come on! It don't even matter if he goes on the road. You already know he's going to be in it till the end. And can you stop him? Can you stop him? Can you stop Kelsey? Can you stop Pacheco? When these things start wondering, because they thought Tyreek Hill was going to be their downfall. Now, Tyreek Hill's having a great season in Miami. He might break Jerry Rice's single season uh, receiving record. I, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think that record still hits. Jerry Rice probably got every goddamn record out there. I don't even know what record he's still got. You know? What record he that cannot be broken by him. can't be broken, you know? But Tyreek is having a fabulous season. But this guy, Mahomes, is just smart. Andy Reid knew what he was doing from the, from the inception when he got him. What team can... Now, Buffalo did beat him. But as you can see, Buffalo's been slided. And it is allowed. So that game that they played a couple weeks ago almost don't mean nothing now. It almost mean nothing. Because the playoffs ended today, they'd still get, they'd, they'd get their one home playoff game and then probably they have to go to Kansas City again. This time, though, they do have the closer, Vaughn Miller. And the only weakness to me of the Kansas City Chiefs is this one, one guy, Andrew Wiley. Right tackle. Bruh, you better get yourself together. You can't be out there bullshitting getting this man injured or killed. I know you're doing your best. I know you are. But I've been seeing you get beat a lot. Von Miller beat you for that sack that made him throw that interception when he's throwing the sky more. We can't see that no more. We need to see you pick your game up. Yeah, I've been winning, but we've been seeing... That little trepidation right there. And there's always that one weak leap that could mess you up in the playoffs. That's what got them, that's what got Kansas City done versus uh Tampa Bay. You got you gotta shape up, son. They're gonna need you out there. Besides that, listen, the Super Bowl might go through might go through Arrowhead again. A lot of people don't like it, and I think a lot of people are bored with it, but what are you going to do with greatness? Well, you're going to bottle it up and say, oh, we don't like it. No, man, you got to let greatness shine. And, yes, he is the Steph Curry of football. Oh, yeah. I believe it. Because, like, every like every time he starts getting momentum, you see it, it's like a generator. Like, it starts to ball up, and before long, boom, touchdown. And the way he throws the ball, every which way. He throws the football. Not many can do it. He, to me, he's Aaron Rodgers, but he, he he's like an evol- he's a, he's a evolutionary. He, he's evolved that to even a greater standard, a greater standard than what it even is, and it's it's just a joy to watch. 
you should be enjoying watching it too. If you're a football purist, if you love the game, you 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 got to love what Mahomes is doing. You gotta love. It. I love it. I enjoy watching it, and that's why he's on my fantasy team. <laughs> That's why Kelsey's on my fantasy team, too. <laughs> How did I get two guys? How did I get two of the best top two guys in the No axe. No axe. No axe. I'm just hoping that they make it through. My only hope is I win my first playoff game in fantasy. That's all I hope. And them brothers can help guide me through there. I need you guys. And that's why I say, Andrew Riley, don't mess this up, boy. Don't mess this up for me. I'm right there. I'm right there, bro. Don't mess it up for me. I need this. All right. Well, with that said, I'm the solo. The solo time is over. I'd like to thank y'all for watching. If you're not sleeping by now, I thank you for watching and staying up. And listening to me for a little bit. The fellas will be back. In a little while, we're going to take a little break, a little hiatus. You know, enjoy the thing. Of course, again, enjoying Thanksgiving. I'd like to thank all y'all for watching tonight. Please, also, please like and subscribe. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitch. Instagram. All the social media platforms you can find us. LB, Let's Be Real Sportscast. Please. Don't let me be begging like Keith Smith, please. Well, I am begging like Keith Smith, because we need likes, baby. We need likes. Likes and follows. That's that's what we need right now, baby. If y'all can do that for me, I'm I'm I swear. I'm bring y'all more. I'm give y'all more with that blog. I know I know it's hot. Talk to me. I talk to y'all. You hear me? Please. Again, if I post and you reply i will reply with that said happy thanksgiving enjoy your holidays peace this has been a gifted sounds podcast if you enjoyed the podcast please subscribe rate and review for more podcasts please visit giftedsounds.com. sounds.com